2: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping.
4: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Monday, March 13th, the brackets are out. You know your boy spent all night last night working on bracket number crunching. I got a Calcutta this week. Got many bracket pools to enter and hopefully dominate. I'm sure my kids will bring home bracket pools and I will try to win them theirs at school because you know I like to think I'm really good at this sort of thing. I will say this. And we do have other non-bracket news that we'll get to in a sec. Big trade in the NFL. Lakers lose to the Knicks. So, for the first time, I think, I would guess 20 years, I didn't see the bracket reveal show live. Now, as a good sports fan that I am, what I did was I made sure to turn the TV channel to CBS before leaving to coach my son's basketball game. The only reason I was late, and I would have made it in time, is the game before us went triple overtime. And at that point, it was like first first points uh, win, and some guy made, made a free throw, and then uh, that was that. But triple overtime. So anyways, I missed the bracket. I pick up my phone after the game. I don't want to talk about the game. We lost. It, it, you know, whatever. We're still the number two seed. We were winning the whole game. Our best player got injured. Another kid fouled out. Another kid didn't show up. And he listens to this. His dad called and apologized for not showing. But hes our, I think he's our best defender. And their best player had a good game. But our best player went off at 31. It was at a point there was a, UC, a former UCLA player courtside. And on a couple of our stars' uh, plays, they, they basically played a man-to-man defense. And I said, if they're going to try to play the best player in the league, man-to-man, we're just going to run pick and roll all day. And he was getting creative layups. He was hitting threes. He had 31 points. It's a season high of anybody in the league. I don't know if it's a record, but he was just going off. So I would look at this UCLA player, and the guy's just like, oh, my gosh. Uh, the former UCLA player, I need to say. Any, at any rate, uh, it sucked that we lost. But our be- the, the awesome player got hurt. We had a couple unlucky moments. No blaming anybody. We lost. You know, uh, my, my buddy whose son uh, played against us, you know, he listens to the pod. So uh, I'm not going to really get into it. They played a good game. We lost. We move on. I'm very competitive, as you guys could tell. Saturday night, my daughter's team in a first-place showdown. We're down 10-5. I literally had to walk outside of the gym to cool down. I was so heated at our team and disappointed in fourth-grade girls basketball. No no worries. We came back, stormed back from down 10-5 and... Eviscerated them twenty seven to sixteen, I believe. So I, I, I'm pretty sure we got first place for the season, and now we do the uh, the tournament for playoffs. Very excited. Nothing as exciting as March Madness. Although coaching your kids, I've been hyping this for years, guys. You've got to do it. It is so fun. You will. I, I know. I'll say this, and you'll laugh. You'll lose sleep over lineup changes. I'm serious. Like. How do I adjust the lineup, which plays? I mean, seriously, not a lot of sleep. I'm not like waking up in the middle of the night, but it's tough to fall asleep at night when you're like, damn, we got a big game tomorrow. Jeez, how are we going to stop this kid? I mean, if you get into it and you want to be successful, great. If you want to lose and you don't care, fine. But it's a fun experience, especially when you're winning. Now let's get to the real big sports news. What I know everybody's clamoring for is the big trade. Now, I wouldn't call it a blockbuster in the NFL. I know a couple NFL reporters were calling it a blockbuster. I was like, this is not a blockbuster. Jalen Ramsey gets shipped from the Rams to the Miami Dolphins for a third-round pick and a tight end named Hunter Long, who has one career catch. Now, if you guys watch The Herd, Cowherd and I have been going back and forth on this. He knew through his people that Ramsey was going to get dealt. I mean, I guess at some point, the Rams need to start shedding salary. And it's pretty clear that they could move on from Ramsey. He swore they would get a first round pick for him. It was clear to me, nobody was giving up a first round pick for Ramsey. I've joked that he's a pile inspector on the show. You know, a pile inspector is like shows up late to tackles and he's like looking at things. Not actually a great tackler, and he's not a great tackler. He was an awesome corner. I don't think he's like a top three guy. I know the pro football focused numbers were outstanding for him. Um it's it's tough. Like obviously, if the Miami Dolphins can grab him, and now they've got Xavier Howard, who is very, very good, and Jalen Ramsey, they're doing the right thing. You got your rookie quarterback in Tua. What do you do? You go drop a lot of money and really hope that you can win a Super Bowl. They got to the playoffs last year, and Skylar Thompson was their freaking quarterback. Now it this everything hinges on Tua. And they picked up his fifth year option on Friday. A lot of Dolphins fans were throwing that in my face. See, 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 they want to keep Tua. They want to keep him. I'm like, all right, whatever. (laughs) Not about me. I mean, it's not like they weren't the ones who actively tried to get Deshaun Watson or actively tried to get Tom Brady. You know, I'm just going off reality. They like Tua. They're not in love with him. He's not amazing. And they have got a great roster. They've got sick talent on the outside on offense, on the outside on defense. They got Bradley Chubb from the Broncos. Like, they're going all in. This is exactly what you should do. And now they've just got to deliver. And Tua's got to stay healthy. I don't know if the offensive line is ready to do that. We'll see. Um, ultimately, I don't know what the, where the Rams go from here. Like, Rams fans are upset we got a third-round pick for, for an all-pro corner? Third? That's it? 77th pick in the draft. And someone named Hunter Long. Folks. This Rams teardown, we got to seriously consider how much more. Like, just because you have Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and Matt Stafford, are you doing anything? I don't think they—they're they, devoid of talent all over the place. The offensive line is a wreck. You can't fix that that quickly. I'm surprised McVay came back. He must have had assurances that he was going to get to tinker with the roster how he saw fit, and this is his first move. We'll see. I—I <laughs> I don't know. I. I'm not seeing the Rams as like a superpower again next year. They're still, they need a lot. They, maybe they hit every draft pick like Seattle did last year, and they'll be popping. But overall, like, yes, really, really good move by the Miami Dolphins. And I, I just find it hard to believe that the Rams could not get anyone else to offer more than a third-round pick. And I'm sure they did their diligence, and Snead and McVay were calling up every team with a rookie quarterback saying, "What? why wouldn't you want to go in on Uh, Jalen Ramsey, I ain't going to start. Well, he's not going back to Jacksonville, obviously, although Jacksonville looks really good. Um, Philadelphia looks like they're dumping their corners, so they're not going to get in the Jalen Ramsey business. He's expensive. They got uh, Jalen Hurts coming up. And then there's a lot of uncertainty with the other young quarterbacks. Like San Francisco could have made a move, but Rams probably don't want to trade him in the division. So the market got dry real quick. Now, this is where it gets interesting. A team like Detroit would have made a lot of sense. But they're still paying Jared Goff. Now, if they draft a quarterback, next year, like let's say Bryce Young falls to Detroit, or will Levis and they determine, you know what? We can move on from Goff. And I think we're gonna be we're gonna have something. Then you can spend all the money you want. But ultimately, I don't know, guys. I know Ram's fans are like very despondent today. I think reality's starting to set in. and my gut tells me if we don't hear about a new deal with Stafford early in free agency very early, like, I would say in the next like forty eight hours, then you've got to assume that things are going to get really ugly uh, with the Rams because that means that uh, Stafford would not restructure and they couldn't fi- figure out anything to do. I don't know Rams. Good luck. Well, let's go to the NBA quickly before we get to the NCAA tournament. On my guy Jason Lisk. Uh, yes, I know you're wondering where are the picks, Jay. Where's the bracket talk? Blah blah blah. It it's in the interview. We, like thirty minutes, guys. Just be patient. Real quick. Tough tough loss. For the Lakers last night at home against the Knicks, Julius Randle had himself a game. Thirty-three points. He had twenty-five in the first half, and it was one of those weird games where you're like, "All right, Anthony Davis, time to show up." Seventeen points on eighteen shots. Got to the foul line just five times. Made one of five free throws. No bueno. Did have sixteen boards. But if you were if you were on a spaceship for the last twenty years. And you came right to Crypto Arena. And this was your first encounter with basketball. Like, this was the first place that you came. You would look at that game and be like, we got Julius Randle. He's better than Anthony Davis. AD was just quiet no-show. Now, maybe there's too much Malik Beasley going on. I gotta be surprised. I mean, maybe there was an injury to Lonnie Walker, but a DNP coach's decision? Like, what? Lonnie Walker not playing? Meanwhile, Troy Brown... The coaching staff must love him for some reason. 28 minutes, 0 for 8 shooting, 0 for 7 from 3. Oh, Troy Brown is playing heavy minutes while Austin Reeves comes off the bench and Lonnie Walker doesn't even play? Like, Darvin Ham's got a little bit of time to figure this out. Folks, they're now in a three-way tie for 10th. And guess what? If it ends like this, they will not be going to the playoffs because – Currently, OKC, yes, the OKC Thunder, they hold the tiebreaker edge. Worst worst news is the New Orleans Pelicans, they're also tied with the Lakers. And oh, by the way, they play tomorrow night in what's going to be a big game. Now, still no word on if LeBron's coming back. A a lot of speculation. I had somebody tell me, uh, yeah, I was at my son's volleyball tournament over the weekend and a dad was telling me, you know, did you hear the stuff from Kevin Garnett about how There's a theory that LeBron's injury is not as significant as first anticipated, and in reality, LeBron is sitting out as a test for Anthony Davis to see, can he carry the team by himself, and if not, let's ship him out of town. Now, I don't know where Kevin Garnett's coming up with this conspiracy stuff. Maybe he just wants the Lakers to miss the playoffs. Who knows? It actually sounds decent, as you guys are well aware. That doesn't sound awful. And, you know, this idea that LeBron could just come back for the final five games and will the Lakers in the playoffs, like, it ain't going to be that easy, guys. This, I know people are excited. Rob G., by the way, coming back soon. I know you guys are concerned about his vision. He's on the mend. He's expected back off the DL in a couple days. Um, I myself... Uh, On the DL. Barely worked out all week coming off that groin injury. The video I posted on IG stories last week. Uh, I I should be good to play this week, but I'm probably going to take a little more time off. Uh, Our team did get the dub without me. (laughs) Without me. On Sunday night, we remain in first place. So just to recap. Son's basketball team that I coach. Second place. Second seed. Daughter's basketball team that I coach. First place. And my men's rec league team are on the GM. Tied for first. Yes, I'm Kind of into basketball. All right. Without further ado, let's get to our guest, TeamRankings.com. Top dog, Jason Lisk.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats.
1: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be.
2: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat?
3: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy.
4: All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy I work with for a long time. Now he is the man at Team Rankings. Does a lot on college basketball. Obviously, the tournament's huge for him. He does NFL as well. He, I texted him this week. Boy, Missouri looks really good because I think he likes Missouri. Um, Jason Lisk, how are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm
5: a uh, as you know, a Mizzou alum from back in the day, back when you know Javon Crudup and Melvin Booker were playing there. Oh, that was a nasty um, duo. So, yeah, Mizzou, uh, I don't know how far they'll advance. They may get knocked out day one. Their defense isn't very good, but they are a fun team to watch because they just push it. They will break from any situation. They either steal the ball or give up a basket. (laughs) That's a great uh, strategy. Yeah. So, uh We'll see how it does against a a great shooting team like Utah State. But uh, excited to watch my team after the Kwanzo Martin years. Good to have this year.
4: Yeah, good to bounce back. Um, All right, so obviously we're not going to lead with Missouri. No. I I mean, I think the the obvious takeaway from the brackets, even for the casuals who don't really pay attention to Uh college basketball, aren't watching the November tournaments and uh, the January league play, Um, the West
5: is beyond stacked and very, very difficult. Agree? Yes, it is. It is stacked. And that's even if, say, UCLA isn't quite as good as they could be because of the injuries or if any one particular team struggles. It's still stacked from one through definitely five. And um, I think anybody can win that if they get on a roll.
4: Yeah. So one of the ways that I kind of break down, you know, because the seeds aren't always spot on. Uh, Ken Palm, who you know well, has been doing his uh, ratings forever, and you know he has Kansas as the ninth best team in the country when you factor in everything. Do you have Kansas higher than that? Because frankly, they're the lowest number one seed. I know a lot of people think they have a shot at repeating. I personally don't. I think they're in trouble against Arkansas. Um, but you know, how do you judge a team like a Kansas, which is a number one seed, just oh. got smoked by Texas? Um, I don't know. Where are you on, on the uh, on the Jayhawks?
5: Yeah. So do I think they're better than if I were to stack them up? Yes. I do think they're probably better than the ninth best team. I'm not sure they're top four though. And so, and they did get a one seed. Um, So I do think they're better than like a, the more Kim Palm hasn't because they have gotten better from that early start throughout the season. Their lineup has been better. They just lost, but Kevin McCuller, you know, was sitting out. Bill Self was out for the tournament. Yeah. Um, So I I think this team is probably right on that edge of fourth, fifth, sixth. Uh, But they did not get a good draw like last year. Last year they got a draw, Mm -hmm. let's be honest, where once Iowa got knocked out of of that bracket right away by Richmond, Um, an Iowa team that could at least score that bracket (laughs) didn't that that Kansas team was vulnerable to like tough teams that could rebound, and that bracket did not have those teams. You know, they came up against a Miami guard oriented Miami team, they came up against Providence, a guard guard oriented team. They basically got a good draw for the type Mm -hmm. of team they were. This is a loaded bracket, Arkansas. Kansas will be favored, but man, it would not surprise me. First of all, they got Arkansas has to win. It's risky to pick them to go too deep just because yeah, they. Have they're, to
4: win. Did you see they're only favored by two and a half? I bet that yeah, was the first I mean, games
5: I bet. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Yeah, um, I, it, Illinois is a crazy team. I mean, maybe Illinois is getting healthier at the right time, but Illinois has not been playing great down the stretch. They certainly had their injury issues and and you know had to shuffle the lineup. Yeah, Arkansas uh, with Nick Smith. You can make an argument. I mean, their, their Kimpom numbers are top 20 already. They, they didn't necessarily get all the top wins, but, but they, but with Nick Smith, they're probably better than they were. He yeah, missed yeah. what half the season, Uh talented freshman. No, missed. A, he so, could have been, mean, he's like a lottery pick. Talent. Yeah. They can't shoot. <laughs> That's a problem. Right, But teams, sometimes teams get in the tournament, they can't shoot. And, and so they're not reliant. Like it, They don't need to hit mm. you know, 30, 40% from three to win. But if they somehow have that game, they might dominate you, right? Yeah. And so they're not relying on the outside shot; they're relying on their defense, the rebounding, things that travel better. Um, so Arkansas is a dangerous team. TCU very, is a big yeah. I mean, you that, know
4: what's up with their big guy though?
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, he left the team. TCU is a guard-oriented team now. I mean, I like Miles. I have body. a TCU
4: future, but I feel like it's it's useless what? in this bracket. I mean, yeah,
5: it, it probably is. Uh, I mean. But I mean TCU at their best with Miles with, with the full lineup because you know they didn't have Miles early and he missed the games yeah. in January. They didn't have uh the other guard, who's the one that was suspended? Uh escaping the top of my head right now. But you know, they had they've had injuries and suspensions and they probably 12, 15 games this year, they haven't been at full strength. Yeah. At full strength, yeah. they went in and killed Kansas in Lawrence. Yeah. At it, full strength, they dominated Oklahoma State and put up a hundred at full strength. I mean, this is a team that that's a game can make the final four. Now, will they get there mm. without a big man? Yeah. I mean, Especially. the big guy, remember that game against Arizona? He had like, yeah. I think it was like 20 and 14, just an incredible
4: performance. And I I don't usually lean on big guys in March list, but yeah. you know, uh, people always ask like, what are the, what are the most important things you look at when you're kind of handicapping a bracket, whether it's a small pool, a big pool, betting on games, Yeah. And I think we would agree, obviously, point guards are important. Everybody knows that. Coaching matters. Uh, you got to have a good coach, clearly. And there's yep. a lot of young coaches, like first-time coaches, who I think could pop in this tournament. Um, but the other one is, like, who who's kind of playing well and who's not? Like, Arkansas is going in having lost four or five. Um, but ultimately, offensive and defensive efficiency numbers, would you say those are the top two? Because the one stat that I like is – Eighteen of the last twenty champs were top twenty offensive and defensive efficiency.
5: And you, yeah, look- you got you got to be careful with some of those numbers because you don't know if they pull them pre tournament or not. But yes. Yeah, Ken, Ken Palm I think does them uh, pre tournament. I think he update them. So he he updates them throughout, so you don't know if people citing those numbers or what point they're pulling the numbers. But regardless, yeah, okay. So an offensively skewed team, I'd be, I'd be afraid of. Right, uh, a team that is good on offense, but their defensive numbers stink, and the reason they stink is something like they don't create turnovers or they don't rebound well. Um, Baylor concerns me. Baylor oh, yeah. is very guard-oriented, but man, that defense can be flammable. I mean, we saw they blew what, how big a lead they have at Kansas, and then they got the doors blown off of them in one half, um, where they just couldn't get a stop. Uh, they concern me from that front. I would look at like I think I think the ability to turn people over travels well and the ability to not turn it over like if I have a uh, I'd be scared of a, a higher seed that has an issue turning the ball over cuz those are the kind of things that'll get you beat when you get tight in a tournament when you get to 6 minutes and you and you've had turnover issues um outside shooting comes and goes so I would look at uh factors that travel like turnovers the ability to turn people over and the ability to protect the paint so, for
4: instance, Alabama, the overall number one seed, yep. um, looked incredible, uh, just destroying yep. Texas A&M. I didn't think a and great. They beat Missouri. I mean, they have been kind of rolling of late with a couple losses sprinkled in there. But I looked at their turnover percentage, 241st in the country. They are prone to turnovers. They've got a young team. I personally think the bracket shook out well. I am yep. way higher on Quinterly than a lot of people. I've liked him for a few years now. And he's played more lately, right? Um, he has. Now, he can be selfish at times and look for his own shot. Um, but, man, I, his quickness is unsurpassed. And with him and Sears in the backcourt, I think they're good. But, again, they play like scattershot basketball List. I like Nate Oates a lot.
5: Alabama is probably the best team when they have their A game. They have those concerns, turnovers. Uh, I had concerns like – was all this media issue around, obviously, you know, Brandon Miller's involvement in the shooting, was that going to impact him? And it looked like it did early, but they played well in the SEC tournament. I mean, you don't know how that'll go, but like just between the lines, they've been probably the best team, but they have been inconsistent in that. They've had some great games and then they've looked okay in others. Um, And so you wonder if that consistency will bite them over the course of six games.
4: Yeah. Do you factor in like where teams are playing games? I saw Kansas kind of got screwed and they are not going to be playing in Kansas City, which is something they historically have gotten um, because they are the fourth number one seed. Mm -hmm. They will not get like a home court, if you will. Uh, No real home court. Edges, not obviously not home court, but, uh, but regional uh, favoritism. None of that seemed to pop in. Maybe I missed one, but did you see any that jumped out?
5: Well, like in the first two rounds, those teams should get like Kansas yes. gets to go to Des Moines. Um, if we're looking at top seeds that have to travel and play, so St. Mary's has to go to Albany, New York from Moraga, mm-hmm. California to play a VCU team on the East Coast. So they have to travel. From the West, oh, that and and, UCon- and I
4: like Saint Mary's too. I just their draws, like forget about it.
5: No, oh, that 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 quadrant, yeah. UConn top what top ten in most power rating systems. Yeah, um, VCU very good over the last two and a half months. Mm-hmm. Starting point guard missed five games early. They struggled. They have been a tournament caliber. They, you know, over the full season, if they play it out and they don't have that injury, they might be like a six, seven, eight seed. And so that's a tough team. And then St. Mary's who will is a grind you out, Mm -hmm. you know, solid defensive rebounding team. That quadrant is loaded.
4: And I I don't want to put a lot of stock in ESPN, but they have the show right after the brackets. And I had it on. And as they're doing their final four picks list guy. I see, uh, okay, uh, nobody has Kansas. Wait, does everybody? Oh, my gosh. And, like, all five guys had UConn
1: going to the final I know. four.
4: I and know. I wonder if their lead – is this the Ken Palm overization of college basketball? Because a lot of people are like, UConn, what? Their numbers are insane. According to Ken Palm, they're the fourth best team in the country. Top 20 in offense and defense, which is a hallmark for advancing. Um I don't know, man, that, that, that loss to Marquette really hurt me. Uh, their ability to inability, I should say to guard point guards is baffling. They had to go zone against Marquette. They got lit up. I was, I, I had to take it on uh Yukon in that game,
5: obviously. Um, I don't know. Does that scare you at all about? Just- I, I I would say Connecticut is probably, they have blown some people out. And so they're fourth. I mean, they're definitely a top 10 probably under So I get it. I don't know that consistently they've been the fourth best team in the country and obviously they aren't seated that way, but I mean, yeah, they're at their best. Connecticut could be that team. Great getting offensive boards. Um, Number one in the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, UConn, that, that entire region is just loaded. And I, so here's what I would say on that. Uh, talk, ESPN talking heads may not represent America. Like if I'm, I'm going to see the pick data here in a bit, I don't know what it is right now. So Pick data might dictate how I play the West, honestly. Um hmm. because like if you're playing a pool versus like betting it or yeah. like playing a futures market. Um if I'm playing a pool, I want to know who the most popular pick is. Cause like Connecticut's close to Kansas in quality. Now they have the 12 seed draw. That that reduces their chances. They're more likely to get upset right away than Kansas, who probably isn't going to lose to Howard, even though Howard, no. yeah, even though Howard was a great story and has played better lately that one sixteenth probably going not happen. versus you know connecticut having at least a realistic chance of getting stung by by uh Michigan.
4: let me ask you about iona real quick their coaches in talks to maybe go to st john's it, it, Is that a is that a factor in helping yukon here coach is a little distracted we know he's a great coach historically does that matter at yeah. all or can you how do you how do you even handicap that or you just
5: you i don't know because since it's public because we know there are plenty of these these mid majors that go win a tournament game, and their coaches move on. So a lot of these players have to know uh, my my coach is moving on. We're, we've had a great year. Um, I mean, if if I'm Florida Atlantic, I'm probably suspecting I'm gonna dust to make my, my move on somewhere. But at least he hasn't like publicly been like in the news about it yet. Uh, so I don't know how that'll impact. Because I would I would think a lot of these mid majors, these guys want to win for themselves. And uh it's 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 a factor that I don't know which way it'll go because Iona's been been pretty good of late. And of course, Rick Patino, here's the thing, they'll turn people over. They'll <laughs> turn people over. And if UConn, one of their issues, turnovers. Yeah. Probably why probably why the win-loss record doesn't reflect the Ken Palm ranking because of inconsistency. And when they've had some bad turnover games, they lose. Um and so that's the issue there is whether Iona comes out like their normal getting steals mm-hmm. turnovers blocking shots Iona's a great shot blocking team all that's right a defensive battle
4: uh, I'll ask you this number two seed likely to be home uh-huh. uh or not advance past the opening weekend uh in order of I can see them going out um so the choices are Marquette Ooh. uh UCLA Texas or Arizona okay uh yeah so Marquette ha- would, might have to face Izzo or a pretty yeah. good USC team. Arizona, which I mean, just,
5: his history would tell us about two on average of those who lose. Just right. Based, so, uh, I mean,
4: Arizona might face your Missouri after if they beat Princeton. I should add if because they Arizona is two hundred third in the country in turnovers. Again, their point guard situation is bad. Now they no. got Bigs, but uh, UCLA. I think we both think is safe in the opener. Not so sure about Northwestern in the second round, and then. Texas could play Texas A&M or Penn State.
5: We could see three twos yeah. out opening weekend. I'm I'm going to get like, I think there's an argument for each in different ways. UCLA, I think, has the best draw to advance. Okay. They also have those injury concerns, right? Yep. So that's the case for UCLA. They just come out not quite as good if, if Bona also isn't healthy and they're down two starters in game two by by weekend one, but they have the best draw. If I were to like want one of the seven tens, I would want to face Northwestern Boise state compared to the others. Uh, Texas is probably the best team right now of those yeah. twos, but they have the toughest draw Texas a and I mean, should not be a seven seed should not be a seven seed. That's absurd. I, I tweeted out. I, I mean, does Bud Williams piss in the coffee at the NCAA <laughs> headquarters for two years now? I've been, I've been, I've been within a seed line on every prediction for the brackets, except for AM. I had them in last year. They had them out, and I had them as like a five. I mean, I was like four or five area. They've been a top 20 team. Yeah. They were second in the SEC. I don't They beat Alabama weird. two weeks ago. I mean, what? how are they a seven? I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't get it. So that's that one is like Texas is the best team, but they got a tough draw. I mean, they're playing like a four or five seed. Now, Texas, now,
4: by the way, Colgate, uh, a member of their team oh, who I yep. know because uh, I went on his podcast a couple years ago, their best player. He uh, he said he's going to come on the pod this week. Tucker Richard. Nice. Um, he had a triple double in the uh, I'm going to guess in he can find him.
0: Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh,
4: now, listen, they let me down last year. I bet on him against I think it was Wisconsin and they they were covering for like thirty five minutes and they then, were. then did not pull it out. Uh, I, I don't know about the Texas matchup is tough. All right. Number. So you would go. Arizona and Texas are the are, are the toughest
5: uh, Yeah, Marquette again I Marquette's defense I mean they obviously have a very good offense USC or Michigan State I think are going to be a battle um Arizona probably matches up well with Utah State Missouri is a wild card because they can turn yeah. you over
4: I'm, I'm um, a Missouri team I like them your guy Kobe
5: What's his name? Is it Kobe? Kobe, Kobe Brown? Brown. Kobe Brown. Yeah. And then uh, Des Moines Hodge shooting threes and just
4: playing. I, I, Arizona around. got lucky to beat UCLA. Let's let's be clear on that. Yep. Um, due to the injuries yep. and, and the fouls. But uh, all right. Number three seeds. Let's look at those okay. real quick. Okay. Number three seed most likely to get bounced uh, in the opening round. You got choices are Kansas State. I just made a bet on them. I'll tell you uh-huh. what it is in a sec. Yep. Uh, Baylor UCSB we touched on. Xavier versus Kennesaw State. And then gonzaga Grand Canyon. I think Gonzaga is probably safe, right?
5: Um. So if I were to assess them, let's see. Baylor. Baylor's a ten-point favorite, right? But okay, Baylor's vulnerable because of their style. Like Baylor reminds me of my Missouri team that lost to Norfolk State. They remind me of that Ohio oh. State team that lost as a two-seat, and and that they don't play defense. They don't. Teams shoot a high percentage against them, and so if they just get a, have a day where they just aren't aren't guarding up. They can get beat by anybody in this tournament. Um, That's a concern. Gonzaga, I would think is the biggest like favorite um, going against Grand Canyon. Oh, no doubt. Kansas state, I think could be vulnerable. I'm not sure they, I'm not sure they got the, they probably got the uh, weakest of the 14s in my opinion.
4: So the bet I made on Kansas state, uh, love it or hate it plus 900 to win the East. Um, the logic is I, I don't think Kentucky or Providence are very good. I think Kansas state gets by both those. And then the matchup, assuming it's against Marquette, they have a point guard who matches up very well with Cole. Uh, the short, uh, the small kid, 23 year old kid out of Harlem. He is unbelievably quick. I think it's a good matchup for Kansas state. And then you look at the top of the bracket and you're like, you know, yeah, they would struggle against Purdue's size with 80, yeah. but I don't know the Purdue's getting by Memphis. Um, Duke is obviously the probably the best team there, and Tennessee has their point guard issue. So, I look around. I'm like nine hundred for Kansas State. I I took like, a flyer.
5: Like if you, uh, I don't know, but I I will say Kansas State. What do your numbers say? Well, I'm probably similar to where the the Kim Palm numbers are, but but maybe a little better. Like as far as win losses, just because they have that guard combo, they have like a ball-dominant guard that can shoot. They have a good trio. But um, I don't know that they're a title contender, but when I look at that region, to me, that's the region that I would guess could be flammable. Mm -hmm. That is, crazy stuff could happen. Um, Kentucky Providence, like you said, Kentucky's played better, but they've also struggled with offensive-oriented guard, like teams that can run pick-and-roll and and run (laughs) offense against them. So they could struggle against Kansas State because that Kentucky team is all over the place. Um, yeah, I, I like I like Duke. Is like if you said who's the most yeah. talented team in this region? Yeah, it might be Duke. Honestly, I, I would. Yeah, is impacted by injury. Tennessee, you know, doesn't have Zachary Uh Purdue has a, that Memphis Florida Atlantic matchup is a, is a a great one in the eight nine game, and both of those teams can play the style that Purdue has struggled with. Purdue's guards struggle with right with what athletic guards that can pressure yeah, them. Yeah. And so, um, uh, that 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 entire region I think is wide open.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats.
4: Is there a team in the South that could unseat Bama? And any surprises, anyone you would take a flyer on? Um, I, I have futures on Creighton, but I'm ready to toss them in the trash. I, it's one of the biggest disappointments this yeah, year. I'm, they I added the transfer. Over-seated.
5: I think Creighton's underperformed. Um, I mean, I know that a lot of people like him. They got a six. To me, that's the – yeah, Alabama's the favorite there, obviously. I mean, dude, we, Arizona... we both don't like Arizona, right? I, I mean, I could see Arizona getting a run because they do have talent, but I don't think this Arizona team is as good as last year's version that lost. No, so, no,
4: no, no. They had Matherin who could create his own shot. They had the big center who was like a factor. Taylor has
5: uh, issues. Uh, Virginia is not a not – a
4: By the way, I bet team. Furman getting five and a half, and it looks like it's going down to five as we
5: record this Sunday. I week. think that's a good jump on. I think that's a good jump on. Well, they on. lost
4: the kid, the the the, the, uh, the kid Vanderplass. Vanderplass. He uh he's like their glue guy who does a little bit of everything, and they have no size. Now Furman ain't great, and they got one. They do have one of the really good young coaches, I think, in in the tournament. Does have a tournament you, I'll, game? I'll yet. give you a little
5: tease here, Jason. Um, okay. Because what we do, a, a team rankings also pool genius is our brand that does the pools, and we yeah. work on bracket pools. So what I've been doing is writing these notes, and when we when we we adjust teams power rankings, so I'm just gonna tell you what we got on Furman. Um, we said they got off to a slow start had lots of lineup shifts but they've been playing really well since the start of january when they basically stopped playing their lo- their lowest usage offensive player <laughs> they've played better against the top teams on their schedule and their rating against the weakest teams is pulling them down a bit so they didn't run it up against cinderella and against like cupcakes they're very good at not turning the ball over they're elite at scoring in the paint we have a positive adjustment on Furman. we have them like we we have and then we have Virginia down, so I I think that number should be closer mm. to under like a single score, like a three and a half to three. Like I, if I'm catching Furman, where I I buy a close game, man. Um, I think this Furman team is a veteran team. They had, they just missed out on the tournament last year. Mm. Chattanooga beat them on that buzzer beater. That's and then right. Yeah, and then Chattanooga went and I think played Illinois tough. Um, this Furman team's, I think, a tough draw. They've got size. They've got like, they've got guards. This is a mid-major with talent, and so mm-hmm. I don't think this is a. And Virginia, quite frankly, can be bad at offense right now. They aren't. Oh God. Virginia's yeah. best games were in November when they went to Las Vegas and beat Baylor, um, and won that event. And so, yeah. I don't know that we've seen that Virginia team consistently since then.
4: Um, it, it, it anything on team rankings for you know the 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 popular uh dog that everybody loves um you know in the NFL sometimes you'll yeah. see every oh I love you got to take this team getting getting three and a half you every everybody's on them and then they get blasted. Is there any team that is getting a lot of love as a dog? I will say another game I bet was Drake Miami. Miami has the injury that I love their Drake. double Double okay, they're okay. double double machine. uh drake is good um i don't think drake can make a run but i think they could take down miami
5: now i'll tell you right now we have Drake. i mean with our adjustments we said we have drake is like a legit top 25 team in this tourney um maybe we're wrong
4: 25
5: well i'm just telling by power rating so look look this team has played really well with the current lineup this mm. this is another team like you're catching a lot of these mid majors that maybe had issues with the lineup and changing players early, and they've been on a roll. I mean, this Drake team blew out Bradley. Bradley's he, a good team in uh, their
4: conference tournament. They won every game by twelve or more. They just blasted yeah. the opposition. So peaking at the right
5: time looking I, my, at the... and Miami's injury issues. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if that's priced in yet. Is it, I mean, are people counting for that? Because
4: if no, counts, it's not official that he's out. Um, right, I'm forgetting the guy's name, but he he's a double double machine. Homer, yes. And I just my only thing with Drake is so they're an awful offensive rebounding team, but they are a good shooting team. So make your shots great. If the moment's too big and you're missing, you're not getting second chances. And I don't know, I don't know Miami well enough, but is
5: is a team you like? Omir Omir is the guy that's out. like hurt himself right early against
4: ankle injury against Duke.
5: Yeah, they are not a big team. He's like their. He's their big guy in terms of bulk. He's six, he's only seven, six, six yeah. seven two fifty six seven, but he's thick, right? Otherwise, they're a guard team that doesn't that's good on offense, but their defensive numbers aren't good. He's basically like the guy they need to bang, right? They don't have a tall, they don't start anybody taller than him. Um, so that's a concern. Drake will actually have size on him in this game if he's mm, out. Interesting.
4: Right? All right, yeah. so so that's a good double digit seed. Any other double digit seeds you're you're jumping on? Um, usually, and again, I don't have the historical trend on this, but yep. doesn't someone from that 11 play-in game where
5: the two teams are kind of
4: good, doesn't usually
5: one of them go on a run? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> not. I mean, sometimes not. Um, I,
4: well, the, I only bring that up because Mississippi UCLA, State and Pitt,
5: UCLA did. They, they did. They I go. think Syracuse did one year. Syracuse um, did one year. I think they're the Sweet 16. Um,
4: it's just that Pit team is okay. And for some reason, Iowa State is just a brutal watch. Every time I turn I, them on. I would
5: just... say Mississippi State to me. Mississippi State, okay. But And here's why. Um, that Iowa State team and them are very similar. Uh, Mississippi State's not a good shooting team, but but man. Uh,
4: oh, my gosh. Not a good shooting team. They're dead last in the country. Exactly. List. But you, Holy know what that cow.
5: Means? you know what that means? No place to go but up and so they don't rely on making shots and they're still in the NCAA tournament like they literally are dead last in three point percentage they have a big man um Tolu Smith oh, they guard okay. they can play i mean anyway there, some teams like mississippi state in a short if if they shoot any better at all can beat beat these teams i pit to me i i was surprised they made the tournament
4: I another re- hold on another reason like this is one of my big things Lisk, where i have a tough time when i look at the free throw percentage any yeah. team in the 300s for me is a stay away. And Mississippi State, 347th in the country in free throws. So if it's a close game late, like five points or something, and it's coming down the line, guess what? Pittsburgh, 38th in the country. So well, that,
5: uh, that's because Tolu Smith has shot 246 of them. <laughs> and he shoots 59%. So he's shot like half the team's free throws. Oh um, He's the big guy. So he's going to draw fouls. So uh, I hack, guess it's not into the game. It's not into the game free throw shooting. I, I, their guards actually shoot better. They just, he shoots so many because he draws fouls mm-hmm. all game long. So, um, Maybe
4: five, we'll go head to head on this. I'll take Pitt. Now, they had their point guard is the kid. You like Pitt? He was on that Colgate I, team I, last I feel year, like so that's cool. an
5: absolute miss by the committee putting that team in. They absolute. they didn't deserve to be in. I mean, my God, they got yeah, the I doors blown I, off. I, them. Yeah, I, I don't know their resume that well. I just, their I'm two looking at The best wins were back in November on the road at NC State, on the road at Northwestern. Um, they, I, I'm 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 surprised. Um, I thought they were the, good offense. I think they're team. the weakest at large team. I think so. Twenty
4: the fourth in offense against uh, a top ten offense.
5: Yeah, they don't turn I, people over. They don't stop people from shooting, and they are just me- mediocre at offensive. Yeah. Defense,
4: All right. Um, let's do two versions of the final four. One okay. is what you really think will happen, and then one where you okay. can't take number one seeds.
5: Oh boy. So yeah, uh, as as a guy who talks about bracket picks, I would say you generally want to be conservative, particularly in smaller pools. So you're going to take favorites because just because you take like say four of the top eight, ten favorites, there's so many combinations you're going to be somewhat unique anyway, and you can still win pools that way right. just by being conservative. Um, so I I would never and I would probably not endorse going no number one seeds unless I'm getting upset bonuses and incentives to do so (laughs) but that said let's talk about these pools okay so i think strategically the midwest is an interesting one and i say that for this reason i think houston and texas both have the capability of winning this entire thing i don't know where they are in betting market odds yet i think they're probably top five each. i think houston's
4: like plus 250 or something like that
5: and texas is sixth they're first and sixth so these are two of your top six in title odds but they would have to meet in the elite eight so I feel like some strategy where you're like playing one or the other okay. to make a run because people might be afraid to pick them deeper because they're afraid oh they're going to knock each other that's risky mm-hmm. oh. so that might be one is is I, I'm so I'm probably thinking Houston uh, as long as I get good Marcus Sasser news agreed yeah um, so Houston definitely and the, but then in some if I'm playing off that I might take Texas in some other brackets to- I would agree counter that now here, here's my question if you're looking for someone outside
4: of houston and texas uh-huh. i say indiana i think they've got maybe the best overall player uh in they this might. entire bracket
5: i know they bigs might. don't travel well in march you know it's usually a guard dominated tournament So inconsistent i mean they yeah they beat purdue twice yeah they had 22 and 11 i'm like my God, I, I feel like they've underperformed lately um so I, I mean I, I think it's Houston or Texas whichever one gets through okay. the early part. Uh, so
4: South we I don't know if we can we even need to spend much time on the South but I I have Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. I take Bama. And then if Probably. Alabama, if you had to take someone other than Alabama, you're just looking down the board. Like I I don't even know who the second best team in the bracket is. Like I I could not take Arizona. But I'm like a 15 bracket guy. You know, I'm in multiple. I would have to
5: see what the pick rates are on teams like Arizona or Baylor because I'm, I'm hesitant on them. Yeah. But if they're being underpicked, I might just throw them in occasionally. But yeah, I, I, d- I don't love any of those teams to make a run. I don't love Virginia to make a deep run. San Diego State is at least intriguing because hmm. they can play defense, but that Charleston matchup's tough. So I don't want to get too risky with them in too many brackets. Um, probably Alabama. There's just too much risk going off Alabama to me. The question is, how far do you take Alabama in the Final Four? I think mm-hmm. versus getting yeah. them there. I think I think you almost probably that has to be the region where you mash everybody, and and hope Bama wins or just somebody crazy that nobody picked wins, and you don't lose anything to the field.
4: How's this after Alabama? I think in at least a bracket or two, I'll have Missouri go into the Final Four. I know oh, you hate wow. it; you're close to the team, wow. but when you're talking about star power, offensive machine, this team. Can, I think if they get hot, look out. I just – I like the three-point ability of Kobe, Hodge, uh, Nick Honor. Hit I mean, dude, that game against Tennessee. Tie game with like 90 seconds left, and they just banged two NBA threes.
5: And oh, like yeah. game over. I know I it's mean, just they one ran Il- They ran Illinois out of the building with their bigs. They uh, whipped up on Kentucky, but then they looked bad against Bama in the first yes. game. They looked bad against Kansas. Um, but again, yeah, Arizona turns the ball over, so it's it's there. Yeah. Um, um, all right, Missouri is very east, high variance. Oh. Missouri is definitely high variance.
4: Yeah, b- b- boomer bust. Uh, all right, yeah. in the east, obviously, uh, you
5: know, this is pr- a crapshoot. I'm probably gonna have a mix, because um, I could see having Duke in some. Yep. I could see, um because that Duke Tennessee's probably a splitting enough of popular picks that you you aren't gonna be like on a truly popular run with Duke to the Final Four. Um, I could see sprinkling the Kansas State Marquette grouping. And, and yes, probably having Purdue in a few, uh, but I probably am. That's the one where I'm probably mixing it up the most. But yeah, I, I, see, I, I Duke to me is probably on balance, at least on form right now, I'm equal with Purdue. And they have the bigs to match up yeah, with. Yeah. They, they have the seven footers to match up with Purdue. Yeah.
4: I mean, Lisk, uh, they have four freshmen starting and – wouldn't you wouldn't you know it, as February hits, they start peaking and they start destroying people. And now they've won, what, three, six, nine in a row. And you it's know, like, oh, the freshmen been, get it.
5: They would have been the one seed, I believe, in the ACC tournament before the tournament. So the four had the referees not screwed them in that Virginia game earlier. And they probably would be a four or three seed with that win yeah. if they win the double, right? I mean, if they're, if they're, what's their record now, 27 and 26. If they're 27 and seven and they beat Virginia, Virginia is definitely not a four. Like the committee gives them credit for that win, the officials said they screwed Duke. Right after the game, the conference said <laughs> that that should have I been a foul. That, yeah. He should Sorry. have been shooting three throws to win the game. Yeah. yeah right. um, um, so, Duke, Duke this Duke team since that game has been on an absolute tear.
4: And we'll wrap Freshman up in the Duke. West. Yep. Any, I mean, this is kind of the. I, I think this is the toughest one with landmines galore. I know, even though we just said yep. Duke is a three, but in the West, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Yep.
5: in the West, I'm probably. I want to see where the pick rates are on Kansas. I guess there's a there's a number at which you still take them because people are splitting on everybody else, right? Because even if it's a tough draw, they might still have a chance. Uh, but I could see picking UCLA. I could see picking a run by UConn, and I could see I could see all these top four seeds doing it. Um. So that one to me is another sprinkle. I'm probably concentrating Houston, Texas, and then I'm figuring it out from there. It's kind of how I'm looking at this bracket. So, um, yeah, if I'm picking non-number one seeds, I'm I'm going Texas. I'm going either UConn or UCLA, and then I'm probably sprinkling Duke. And man, I don't know in the South. Uh, I guess Arizona. Oh, plug oh. your nose.
4: Yeah. All right, Jason. List, dot uh, If people want to go sign up to get your March Madness picks and bets, you'll have some up during the week, right?
5: Yeah. So if you come to come to pool Team Rankings, pull Genius, and you are you subscribe to our March Madness product, what you do is starting tonight we will load in our simulation runs. You sign up for pools, and by tomorrow night, we'll have our first round of brackets, and we will keep updating them throughout the week. We we provide customized brackets. You tell us your rules, how many points you get for each round, if you get points for upsets, how many people you're playing against, because that impacts how risky you should be. If I'm playing 1,000 people, I'm picking that west region differently than I am if I'm playing 10, right? Because I'm looking for the value. Like, where, where can I get a pot odds edge in against 1,000 people? Um, so we do all that. We have tools for survivors. If you play in NCA survivor pools, if you play a Calcutta, oh. we have a tool for that that'll give you values and it adjusts on the fly. So if you say this team went for a thousand, we'll update the numbers on the projected pot size and what you should be targeting. So we have that, and so I'll be working on all that this week. And we have our our betting picks, and I'll be look. I'm going to be crunching the futures here after after this this uh, appearance. Nice. All right, I'm good start stuff. At what we've got so thanks Jesus, for having me,
4: Missouri man. All right,
5: dude, take it easy. Good luck in the tournament. M-I-Z, baby. (laughs) I hope you're right, Jason. I hope we come back and you're right. So do I. All right, buddy. Thanks.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level.